I'm Sarah Rose, and this is the Mind Body Academy Podcast Meditation Toolkit. This is your opportunity to train your mind as much as you're behind. Each meditation will help you develop a specific mental skill set because happy and healthy isn't a goal weight, it's a state of mind. To start your transformation from the inside out, train your brain today. Let me ask you this. How much of the joy in your life comes from food? For a lot of people, there isn't a lot of time in a day where they deliberately do something that allows themselves to feel joy other than at mealtime. That's why when they go on crazy restrictive diets, it ends up feeling like a very joyless existence. It requires you to use willpower over making sustainable, lifelong changes. Willpower is all about resistance. It's like trying to hold a beach ball underwater. Eventually, you're going to tire yourself out and there's going to be a rebound effect. It's going to feel very out of control because you're not going to be able to do the willpower thing through the eating. If you're eating in a way where you're looking forward to the weekend and cheat days so you can escape the way you're eating, or you're eating in a way that's completely unplanned, you're probably relying on willpower to try and control your impulses to eat. If you're telling yourself that you're going to make yourself be healthy, or you're going to make yourself be good, or that you just need to be harder on yourself, that is a sure sign you're using willpower. And you know what? We all lack willpower. It's not so all or nothing. Willpower is like a muscle that is fatigued through use, and that's why it's so exhausting to be relying on it all the time. You're not supposed to try and regulate your food intake with willpower. The question isn't, how can I create more willpower for myself, but rather, how can I decrease or be willing to experience my desires so that I don't have to use willpower? That's the better question. You're supposed to regulate your food intake by making decisions for yourself, not against yourself. Do you get that? so important. Yet to be teaching yourself to be making decisions for yourself from wanting better for yourself, not to become less like yourself. When you're telling yourself that you lack willpower, what you're telling yourself is that you need to shame yourself more often, give yourself your own personal shakedown so that you become more compliant. And that is no way to live. Overeating and mindless eating is a signal that you're not doing enough self-love somewhere else. You have to understand the reasons that you're going to food for comfort and joy in the first place. So, if you're not using willpower, what are you doing? How do you stop using willpower? One way is by starting to plan your food in a way that you can actually look forward to. That means deciding to eat only foods that feel and taste absolutely fabulous. This may take some thoughtful experimentation at first, but the key is learning to make decisions ahead of time instead of in the moment and really slowing down around food to appreciate what you're eating. 
The more everything is clear and decided in your mind, the more freedom you'll find around food. Your food choices will feel like actual choices instead of food rules. Willpower is when you argue with yourself because part of you wants to rebel against the rules. It's a mental tug of war. Should I? Shouldn't I? Should I? Shouldn't I? It's all that internal debate. When you're trying to control the impulse to eat with negativity, it always produces a net negative consequence. You're battling with the food, and you're battling with yourself to control your eating. That's why your choices need to include some joy eating. Your choices need to reflect that you deserve better in your life. They need to reflect the lifestyle you're building and want to sustain. The more you learn to enjoy the food choices you're making, the less you'll need to seek enjoyment from overeating and hyperpalatable foods. And that will free you up to notice where else you can find pleasure when you're not so consumed by eating the food. You have to begin to become aware of those kicks of willpower around food because they are a clear indicator that you haven't spent enough time thinking about why you're worth doing this for in the first place, why it's worth paying attention to what you're eating, or why it's worth losing some weight. Explore that for yourself. What we add into our diets is just as important as what we take out. Adding in joy food, food that is nourishing mostly for your mind, not necessarily your body, is really important because we want to teach ourselves not to be afraid of food. Food is not the enemy. It's not your friend either. It's just food. Here's the really important part though. You want the joy food to be planned. When you plan it, you stop eating it because you just want it in the moment. If it's not planned, you're not saying never to the food you want. You're just saying, not right now. And then you evaluate if that's something you want to eat at another time, or maybe once the craving has subsided, you realize it's not something you actually want to plan to eat at all. This feels so different than telling yourself you can't eat something. And it's so interesting because you realize when you use your planning mind that you want to enjoy joy foods far less often and in far smaller amounts than you might think. Now, when you're struggling with mindless eating patterns, most people don't teach you how to include joy foods. They just go straight to restriction and deprivation. But that doesn't work when you're getting a lot of the joy in your life from food. So let me ask you this. What do you think about the process of becoming health conscious around food? Not about what it will do for you, but rather, what do you imagine it being like? Most of you think you have to be all weird and depriving with yourself if you're paying attention to what you eat. Most of you think it's going to be hard. But all of that is not the truth. It's the thoughts you are having that are keeping you from having a healthy and mindful relationship to food. One of the most important things you can do for yourself is meet yourself where you are. 
for a lot of you, the hardest part of paying attention to what you eat is not making it harder than it has to be. You're going to have to teach yourself that you can make healthy choices around unhealthy foods. If you're sitting there telling yourself that your strategy to stop overeating and stop mindlessly eating is to never have any of the foods you love, you are going to need more than a contingency plan to keep that strategy in place after a long and stressful day. At that point, you're pretty much going to need divine intervention, and that (laughs) can only sustain you for so long before it doesn't. You have to help yourself. And you do this by planning some joy eating. It can be once a week, once a day. You're the one specifying when, what, and how much. The rules around joy eating are that the food is planned at least 24 hours in advance. And that you eat and taste and enjoy each bite thoroughly. The moment it begins to taste like guilt or judgment or anything like that, you stop. You teach yourself to stop. Now, you might plan it and end up not wanting to eat it, and that's perfectly fine. You don't have to eat it. Such an interesting experience to give yourself, too. Even pleasurable food isn't pleasurable when you think about trying to make yourself eat it. The problem with unconscious, mindless joy eating is that it's usually accompanied with shame, judgment, or regret. So it's this love-hate relationship because you love the food for the very same reasons that you fear it so much. It's so important to de-dramatize that relationship by acknowledging that foods are supposed to be pleasurable. And you can find pleasure in what you eat without overindulging. The secret to not overindulging is planning. And the meditation today is going to be about removing those layers of shame and guilt to get back to the actual experience of enjoying the food. To begin today, just give yourself a moment to get settled where you are. I want to invite you to bring a piece of food to this practice today, so you can pause this recording to do that, or simply work with a piece of food in your imagination. Now make your body most comfortable in your seat. Tall yet relaxed through the spine, feeling your feet on the ground. We'll begin by connecting to our body through the breath. Let your awareness fill your body as you breathe. Taking some slow, deep breaths into the body. As you experience yourself sitting here and breathing, open your awareness to include the anticipation of some food. Notice with your awareness the sensations that are arising.
mindfully pick up the food that you've brought to this meditation or bring a food item you really enjoy to mind. Imagine that you are seeing this food for the first time. Over time, we stop perceiving familiar things as they truly are. To eat this food for the thousandth time is nothing like eating it for the first time. The easier and more familiar an experience is, the fainter our sensations of it become. Allow this food to become new all over again. Lift away the habituated film that forms over the eyes that comes from seeing something too frequently and take in the newness of the food. Pay attention to its color, shape, texture, and size. What else do you notice? Let yourself notice what you notice. Next, bring this piece of food towards your nose. Smell it and let it perfume your mind. Smell it with your full awareness. Does it awaken any memories? Does it awaken any sensations in the body? Taking the time to really smell the food. Now slide the food into your mouth. Close your eyes and let the flavor explode like the mind into a dream. Let the taste saturate your tongue. Feel your taste buds perk up. Feel your mind light up. Swirl the food around in your mouth. Feel the texture, the temperature, how it feels in your mouth. You might bring a soft smile across your lips. Slow yourself down as you chew the food. The mind smiling, the belly smiling, the body smiling. And then you can swallow the food. Notice the flavor washing through you and the delight filling your mind. How does it feel to you? Notice the sensation in your throat, your belly. See what your experience is like in this moment. Continue to breathe and be fully present 
in this moment. Knowing this experience can be repeated, can be brought to life over and over again in your mind. The more we enliven our sensations, the less we need concentrated bursts of pleasure or overindulgence to feel fully satisfied and enjoy the experience of eating some food. No one needs more willpower. We have to quit expecting it to be there all the time. You have to learn how to be there for yourself, even when the willpower is not there. You have to learn how to like yourself through the process of making more mindful food choices. That's the secret right there. Because that's what you're missing. You're not missing willpower. And there are going to be some mistakes along the way. Times where you overindulge or mindlessly eat. But progress is in the conversation you're willing to have with yourself. To learn and keep going. Learn and teach yourself to enjoy staying present. Consistency and presence is what you create when you stay connected and in conversation with yourself. How are you speaking to yourself through food? When you take ownership of that conversation you're having with yourself, that's how you'll stop mindlessly eating. Enjoyed this meditation series? Share it with a friend and come join me and Think Yourself Slim. It's my coaching program where we take all of this work to a deeper application so you can create a healthy mind and a happy body. Just visit www.mindbody.academy start now. Let's start a transformation today.